there and welcome back to the Real Estate Renovators, the show designed to help real estate agents navigate through the current proverbial shitstorm and pop out the other side. And as always, I'm joined by my fellow co-host. My name is Jason Cunningham and to my right is the Persian princess, Big Rex, our legal eagle. How are you, Rex? I'm very well, mate. Yourself? Very good. I don't mind the ensemble there. Bit of vest sort of behaviour. I think it's okay. Pretty warm today, so... Yeah, plus you're trying to flex. Uh, and, um, pie in the sky. I didn't even know where I came up with the pie in the sky. But Pistol Pete, how are you, Petey? How are you, Jace? Thanks for the intro. Good to see you, pal. And Thank you. everyone's favourite, this country's number one recruiter. People and culture is her game. She's an absolute rock star and she's wearing some, we call it chic or chic? Chic. Chic. Yeah. Is Chanel. Hey, Chanel, how you doing? Um, you know what? These introductions get better and better, and my head is going to burst into confetti. Well, that's what I want. That's <laughs> the whole name of the game so that Chanel's head will pop off. <laughs> so what's going on, Chanel? What are we wearing today? Today we're going, I don't know, it's not so much winery chic. It might be like, I don't know, like interview, but then heading out afterwards chic. Oh. I want to go with. Like, it, it's quite an elaborate Looks good. vibe. Thanks. Chanel is one of the greatest gifts that God put on this earth. <laughs> so that is called interview going out a bit later chic. I'm going to go with that. Why yeah, not? Okay. You know, it's a vibe. So what are we going to talk about today, Chanel? Well, today we've got, I don't think he needs any introduction, Mr. Zed Real Estate, as most know him, Zed Nasheed. So Zed is someone, I guess there's no one in real estate where you can bring up the name Zed and they won't know who Zed is. But what I really want to start with is, you know, who is Zed Nasheed? Who are you as a person? And then let's talk about your story and how it all sort of came to fruition for you in real estate. Thank you, Chanel. Thank you, Jace. And thank you, Rex, for having me out here. Hey, right, what about Pete? I'm hey, sorry. Pete, legend, sorry. I didn't forget about you, man. You're all good, Zed. You're all good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me out here. Zed uh, came to this country at the age of 12. Uh, I'm a migrant, just like a lot of people out there, with no English and... I was young, hungry, and I've been brought up in poverty. So I guess the best thing that happened to me was when we did land in this beautiful fortune and uh, opportunity in here, we saw endless opportunities. Mm. And we saw that you can be anybody you want to be because there's no such, such thing as class. Back in the Middle East, I'm sure that Rexy yeah. will probably agree with this or somewhere in the Europe or wherever, Middle East or Mediterranean countries, there's something called as class. Yeah. So if you're a lawyer, you're better than me. And if you're an accountant, you're better than me. And if you're a taxi driver, we're not going to talk to you. Yeah. So we saw that everybody's equal in here and everyone has equal rights in here. Mm. And that's what I love. So I started off as a hot dog boy. I'm a hot dog boy to uh, learning the skills of soft selling, upselling, and, and asking the power of asking the question. Mm. It's lead me to where I am today. Wow, so were you a hot dog boy in Melbourne? Yeah, I was a hot dog boy in front of CQ. Yeah. <laughs> in front of all the clubs in Melbourne. You haven't been there. That's all right, yeah. I was a hot dog boy there. There you go. And so, Zed, what I want to ask is you're a very controversial figure in real estate. You know, everyone's got something to say about you. And I can imagine that would be hard. You know, how, like, how do you sort of navigate through all the controversy that comes with being Zed? I think self-acknowledgement is something really, you know, one thing that I've embraced myself. I live my life for myself. I've never brought in harm to anybody else out there. So if you start living for yourself and you know that people's opinions don't matter, you just do life and you know for yourself. And if, if there's something that you're after, work for it, you know, and put your all your heart and soul into it. You will just get there. Mm. I don't care what people say about me. You know, I mean, if you did worry about people, even if I was to bring Jesus down tomorrow afternoon, people mm. would still say that he needs a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? It's very, very good for Have you start. used that line before? That's a good I've line. I've used it so many I times. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Kmart line. I know when someone's used it before. 
Oh. I've actually heard a saying very similar to that, not with the Jesus comment, but yeah. um, your opinion of me doesn't really matter. That's your business, not my business. And I think that's awesome. very important. You know, I was talking to your cousin, uh, Waleed, who's a good man. And I know that you're a very family man, yes. family orientated man, should I say. And he told me about, you know, being in Afghanistan, a war-torn country, then moving yeah. to Pakistan, and then coming to Australia. And I guess one could look at that through two different lenses. And the paradigm that you see it is opportunity. For mine, I think that we're all a bit of a creature uh, or a creation from our family of origin. Can you tell me the impact that your family's had on you? I know you've got three older brothers, is that right? That's correct. Uh, Mum and dad, can you share with us their impact on you and where you are today? Sure. Z Real Estate is run by a group of four directors, including myself, and we run it within, um, it's a family-owned business. Mm. And one thing that really does motivate me in order to do anything in life is pretty much my family and the culture. Mm. I want to do everything I can so I can give back to my parents because dad had everything and during the war zone, he lost everything as well. Yeah. Wow. So that's what drives me right now to be able to conquer and build a tallest tower in the country. Yeah, I just, I, I, I think sometimes we take for granted Yeah. this I country agree. that we live in. I mean, I've lived here my whole life. My parents have lived there their whole life. My grandparents lived here their whole life yeah. and their parents lived here their whole life. I mean, we were the original, like straight off the boat sort of behavior. Um, and we've known nothing else. Um, and then we've come through COVID and a lot of us have been really impacted. I mean, my business partner's from Syria. And Syria is a country that is war-torn. He's a Christian Syrian, so they get persecuted by their own people and they came to Australia. And I remember talking to his father when he was alive and I said, Charlie, why did you come to Australia? And he said, back in the war days, when the Australian soldiers came through Damascus, which is the capital of Syria, they gave the kids lollies, right? And we have no idea in this country what it's like to live mm. in a country like that and to experience the persecution mm. and the absolute shitstorm that's going on there. And I, despite the fact that it would have been terrible, it's sort of a gift for you, Zeb, I, I feel. And I, the, just the way you just opened straight off the bat, the way you communicated and the way you shared that story with us, honestly, it, it was quite touching. Legend, you brought up COVID. COVID, I feel like it was a good wake-up call for everybody. Mm. Now, COVID gave me time to sit back and just chill and relax. Because yeah. I'm running like a thousand miles an hour. And sometimes I do forget that I'm a human. Mm. I'm not a sales machine. Yeah. And that's when I can talk about the book that's coming out, The Sales Machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know you what? Like I'll how I throw that in there? <laughs> I've never seen a plug this early in the show. That's like real early. Like, I mean, you know, Chanel was hitting up our guests to try and get recruiting fees. Later. But Zed's like just leapt in. He's going to pull the... The cousin's going to come in and just drop the book out now. <laughs> Sorry, bro. That's all right. So this pandemic, I learned to work harder on myself than I did on my job force. I gained 10 kilos. And if I would have put my attention to all the negativity that's going on out there in the world, like my dad watched TV, the TV at 11 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Mm. Imagine that negativity because I feel like the biggest virus was the news itself. How many yeah. times do you want to watch that negativity? Mm. Mm. I need to stay focused. I need to do all the things that I've always wanted. And the best thing is like a lot of people was, I was so worried. Like I'm going through stress. I'm going through anxiety, mm. depression. That's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Are we allowed to swear here? No, we fuck don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, fuck you Sorry. <laughs> Rex almost said see you next Tuesday if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, okay. 
So I, I don't swear. Chanel's got a like a real potty mouth. And he, he speaks <laughs> like a sailor, this bloke. And don't worry about my BF in Queensland. He yeah. is garbage now. All right, no. let's cut off Jason's <laughs> bullshit for a minute. So oh. what? <laughs> Fair point, though. When I meet with every single successful person I meet, particularly in real estate sales, because they're the people that I'm meeting all day, every single day, the most successful people have their why. So what is their reason why they're doing what they do? And when I ask that question, the most successful agents always have a very clear and distinctive answer. So you've touched on that by saying that your family is your why. That's one, I guess, component of it. So what is your why? Where do you get this drive from? What are you trying to achieve? And what is sort of your, what is your why? Number one, my why is my family. Number two, my why is you only live once in your life, so you might as well live in a big house and die in a big house. You come naked anyways. They make nice houses and nice cars for a reason. I don't see any reason why I can't be a part of it. I don't see any reason why anyone else can be a part of it. You, you're gonna die anyway, so you might as well die big, pretty much. So my why is to be able to achieve that financial freedom so I can help others around me, especially my countrymen out there, especially, mm. especially the people that are, that are in need. Mm. I wanna be invincible so I can help others around me. And that's one thing that actually really drives mm. me. I'm not money driven, don't get me wrong. I'm mainly legacy driven so I can leave something behind. And, 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 and I feel like there's not enough people. I mean, I work for different organizations. It was all about them. I want to go them. back when you say you work for organizations. You've made the name for yourself in what? 18 months or so since you've been yep. on yourself. And you've made such an impressive name, not joining a franchise, not doing anything, doing it on your own personal name. Yep. How? How did you do it? Can what? I give you a tip before he sure. answers? Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't be answering on behalf of Zed, but one big quality is the fact that his name is just one letter, Zed. It's actually Z-E-D. 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 Do you bloody research? Yep. Yeah. I don't do research, for fuck's sake. Everyone knows that. I don't even attend the meetings. I, I thought this was going to be a podcast for the love of God. But I thought, how's this guy's like Zorro? You know what I mean? He's got like one letter. Of course he's going to be a marketing fucking genius. Sorry, Zed, you should answer your own questions. And I should oh, shut up. Or according to Chanel, let's cut Jason's bullshit out of this. But back to you, Zed. How did you do it? How did you go from not a no name, but you don't have a brand. So yeah. you went from a no brand to who you are today, where yeah. you've been on every single TV show that I can think yeah. of. I think you're in the Guinness Book of Records for the fastest selling agent. Yeah. You've got your own podcast. You've got so much stuff happening in your life. You drive Lamborghinis to open for inspections. How'd you do it in 18 months? Well, in real estate or in sales or in life, people buy you first before they buy your product. So they need to like you. I could mm. work for the world's biggest organizations. Mm. And if they don't like your personality, they don't like your drive, they don't like the mm. value that you put onto the table, it doesn't mm. mean anything. Mm. I could work for the biggest brand out there, but if I, if I come in, down to your house and say, okay, I'm, I've done this, I've done that, they, they're not interested in that. They want to know the person that's going to represent me, how much money is he going to make me? It's mm. simply a business transaction. Mm. How do I do it? You simply don't stop working. You do mm. not stop working at all. You work 24 hours a day. And your culture. I know I've met some of your team members and sure. like, and it's a very good looking crew as well, by the Thank way, you. if I may add. Just always going back to that. <laughs> just Have like, you met his crew? No, 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 but just take a pause from that, bro. Just <laughs> always gravitate back to... Jace, you were creeping five minutes before. Oh, hang on, that was off air. That was off air. I can do anything off air. I just want to know his recruitment is it through modeling agencies or do you actually hire salespeople because... And Look, your culture, everyone seems so in tune that you guys dress alike, you act alike. Like, how do you cultivate that? I sold the CEO of Foxdale's house in Brighton. 
and I was so intrigued by this guy's personality. Mm. And when I first walked in there, I said, I want to learn from you because life is always about learning. Once you learn, you can move the L and you can just learn physically, financially, mentally. I'm oh, always about learning. So I sat down and I asked the question. I said, Kevin, how did you do this? He said, when I ran Foxtel, I had 2,200 employees. It cost the same thing as non, if you were to hire a non-good looking to a good looking. So you might as well hire good looking because sex sells. And that's the CEO of Foxtel we're talking about here. And I, I understand that this, this comment can be brutal. It can but, be. But, it's true. But the reality is people feel comfortable. They buy me first on the, on the basis of the way I dress, the way I talk, the way I present. First impression is always last impression. If I was to go out on a date and if I've got a ripped shirt here, she's going to judge me. Mm. Life, mm. people judge you all the time, so you might as well get judged in the right way. Mm. So talk about culture. I'm not a boss. I hate being a boss. I've been around bosses. It is the worst thing, worst feeling ever as an employee. I'm a leader. I'm the hardest working person out there and I live my life and nothing ex excites me more for my staff to drive the same Lamborghini, to drive the same, have the same house or house or financial status. I want to make sure that everyone else around me, if I'm making money, it's up to them. Yeah. If I worked at Macca's, I'll clean the desks first before, the tables first before I even, you know, go out there and tell my staff what to do. Zed, you mentioned something before that I know Pete is big on, which was around legacy. And, yep. I, and I, I actually, I gravitated towards that, uh, mainly because Rex pushed me closer. But no, 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 uh, Pete, you, spoke, you speak a lot about legacy and the book Legacy and about the New Zealand All Blacks and all that sort of stuff. How important have you seen in your world, Pete, around legacy and creating a legacy? Because for me, it's not about Zed. Yeah. It's about everyone else. That's it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, on the surface, it's like I got a Lambo, blah blah blah. It's not that shit. Get it? Do whatever. I don't even know what type of Lambo it is. But for you, it's <laughs> <laughs> you had an I eight as well. <laughs> I don't even know what type of cars they are. But, but Rex knows every single one of your employees. Just by the way, uh, just so like, Pete, can you touch on us? Or don't touch on us? Well, you can't because you're in Brisbane. Uh, share with us your views on legacy and how it relates to Zed's story. What, what I find interesting in what Zed's just said uh, in the last couple of minutes is that you talk about your people and, and that your legacy is that you're wanting to build a, a team and help your team around you. That that in itself, um, Zed, you know, how do you bring someone into your business and turn them as part, turn them into part of your legacy? Like, what 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 do you look for in people? You know, what sort of legacy do you want to leave behind? I don't, I don't like the average mindset. I always ask them what their drives are, what their goals are. Because this world, there's a lot of average thinking people between nine to five. So the first question I ask them, what are your goals? What's your mission? What's your vision? And is there a deadline to it? That's one thing that, I, mm. that drives me. And if you, do, if you are looking to hire people, look at their ambitions. You know, kids are a great motivator for salespeople. Mm. If you've got kids, that's what makes you want to work harder. I think perspective is what drives them and what drives me. You know what I enjoyed about that point there? Not only the fact that I just drank water on air, but also- By the way, I don't have any kids. <laughs> Not that, that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> now, what I enjoyed about that point was, do you have a goal and a vision, but most importantly, do you have a set date? Yeah. And I think when you put a timeline or put a date on something, you know, if you're trying to get in shape, um, you know, there's two ways to do it, right? You could get up there and say, look, I'm a few kilos over, I wanna drop a few pegs. Or you could say, by the 15th of December, I'm gonna lose six kilos, and I'm gonna do this, 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 this. I'm gonna do cardio, weights, eat this, do that. And when there's a, when there's a date Structure. on it, it really makes yourself accountable. And there's two different types of accountability. 
self-imposed or accountability put on you. And it's always the former, that self-imposed accountability that works. And you sound like a self-driven person and you want to attract self-driven people. Well said, well said. One of the biggest, I guess, examples that I could use in my staff members at Zed Real Estate is uh, Claudia Michaels, which you are friends with. Mm-hmm. She didn't come from any real estate background at all, but she was a people's person. Mm. And I told her, I said, you don't need any experience, but what you put out is what you will receive. The energy you put out is the energy you will receive. I don't say this, Albert Einstein said it. Mm. So as long as you believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in your own ability, Mm. how do you expect people to deal business with you? Mm. Can I touch on what you do with your team, Zed? So something I've noticed a lot with what Zed does with his team, with which a lot of real estate agents don't do, is that yes, everyone knows Zed Real Estate, but everyone also knows Claudia Michaels. Now you've got you know Chelsea and Monique. These names come to me so quickly because you give them the ability to be their own person or their own sort of, they've created their own identity around real estate where people know Claudia, that people know Chelsea, people know Monique because they're promoted. Is that intentional? Do you sort of give them all the tools to then self-promote or are they just sort of doing that on their own because you're hiring the right people? I'm very big on social media, Chanel. And your social media is your personal website. Mm. It's, it's a 24-hour <clears throat> job. Mm. So what you put out is exactly what you're going to receive. Mm. On your social medias, if you, if you keep creating content and it's valuable content, people will follow you. Mm. I, I've never ever told my, my staff members to do this, to do that. I never boss them around. I get 99.9% of my leads from my social media. I don't have a personal database like a lot of state agents. Mm. So I've told them, if you want to create that brand for yourself, use social media to leverage. Mm. It's where people are. And if this is what you want to do, this is what makes me money. Yeah. And if you're willing to go towards that path, you're more than welcome to join in. How and I'll give you advice it, on that. Zed, how do you use your social media to attract sales, attract listings, etc.? What do you do that's different to other agents? Well, to start off with, uh, Z Real Estate, I, it's, it's specifically designed, when you look at the website, it's all luxury houses. And when you want luxury, you got to make it, you know, look like that first. Mm. I, at the start, when I wasn't selling these type of houses, I faked it till I made it. Mm. I, I wear a fake Rolex, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I wear a fake, I don't know, it was everything about me was fake. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Mm. You know, but I was young. This is not a fake Rolex, right? No, you saw yeah. me looking at it. <laughs> I just went straight away. Is that real? What the fuck is it? As I sort of leant over. Get your fucking eyes off my watch, big boy. Chef, can you just reach for his wallet? It's just over there, bro. Yeah, a pick up on him. How do I use social media? What's Australia's population? Can you answer it? 26 and a half million. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go, you know. 9.9 million Instagrammers, 16 million active Facebookers, 16 million active YouTubers, 4.6 million LinkedIn, 6.4 million Snapchatters. What does that tell you? Every single Australian is on social media. Mm. Social media, if you don't get onto it right now, you will fall behind. I don't care what business you're in. And if you think you're a professional, you will fall behind. Social media is a personal website. You want people to reach out to you, put in good content in there. Social media is a personal website. Now, are you going to put drunk photos on your social media? No, because your clients are going to most likely follow you. Mm. Your friends are judging you. Your cousins are judging you. Your family are judging you. Mm. How was your day? Unfucking believable. Mm. And then your dad's going to pass on the same energy to his friends. So let me ask you a question, big boy, with the real Rolex. Um, <laughs> so you're up and about. Where'd you find this guy? <laughs> just uh, I sleep underneath the bridge just down there. Um, so... so you're up and about, right? You've got a heap of energy. 
but you're not like this all the time, surely. What happens, surely there's times in your life when you're flat, you're feeling shit. What do you do to bring yourself up like this? Because of COVID right now, I haven't been anywhere. Mm. I work really hard for three months and I just fly out and I spoil myself. And when I, when I say I spoil myself, I literally do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm. I fly out 14 days, 15 days. And there's no such thing as economy class. Mm. Bam, just go spoil yourself. Refresh, come back, meditate. Gratitude's the only thing that I do. I pray, I pray all the time. Every single morning before I leave the house, I go, thank you God for giving me another beautiful day that I can make a difference in somebody else's life. I, I'm hearing this about gratitude so much at the moment. Yeah. Everyone is telling me that the secret ingredient yeah. to getting up and about, getting your head straight, getting, I mean, you need a bit of this as well, big fella. <laughs> it's, it's about gratitude. You know, too often we look towards the negative. Yeah. You know, we try to find, you know, the negative part of our life. But in actual fact, we've got so many things to be grateful for. Yes, 100%. And in, in meditation and being grateful, I, I'm just, I'm hearing it everywhere at the Jace, moment. Jace, your health is your biggest wealth. Yeah. If you don't have any health, what are you going to do with the money? Yeah, I know. I just let's, let's look at Steve Jobs for an example. Mm. He had all the money. What do you do to it? Mm. You can't take it to your grave. So you might as well be spontaneous, live for the moment, do life for yourself. Mm. You're asking why Z Real Estate is expanding so quick because we literally just do it what's right for us and we do it the way we want to, that adds mm. value. We, we, well, I don't even know any other real estate agent in Melbourne, but they all know of the brand. Well, what I, I want to draw, I want to touch on that as well, Zed. So I also, with my social media, with my business, was very active on social media, particularly in the first sort of year of building my business. I've been bullied, harassed, told I was arrogant, which I'm sure you've had these experiences. And they all happened on set. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, big <laughs> Um, are, are we, where are we, are we Rex? I'm just about to blow away. I'm like Alice in Wonderland here. It's fucking it's oh, yeah. Come outside. to my penthouse where you might blow away. <laughs> <laughs> what about the sound? He's fucking killing himself. Can you close the window, Rex, for the love oh, of God? Oh, the window's are closed. She's about to ask a cracking question. I'm asking question. Now I've lost no. No, you're bullying. Okay, okay, no, okay, no, I was never bullied. It was all Rex. Bullied, harassed. You know, I've had the most horrific comments said to me that I'm sexualizing myself that you know my business is all about me I only hire pretty girls because you know I'm just trying to attract men like the worst possible things and it didn't deter me and I kept using social media and I would say the same as you 99.99% of my business leads come from Instagram and social media and I think it's because people know who they're dealing with because they can see me they see me talking they see me interacting with people they see my photos come up no I don't post drunk photos or anything like that but they know who they're dealing with so my question is we can both see the benefit of social media and how big that influence is and how much business we've generated from it. Why do you think agencies aren't doing that? Why do you think directors, all directors aren't doing that and all agents aren't doing that? Why are they stuck in their old ways? Number one, I love what you're doing. Mm. Keep it up. Thank you. Good on you. Not only your job is about people, but it's about fashion, the way you represent yourself. Mm. People's opinion doesn't have to be your reality. People's opinion don't pay your fucking bills, mm. okay? And if I did, would have listened to including my own loved ones around me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am right now. Mm. Self reliance is the best thing. You live life for yourself. You only live once. Just do it the way you want to. And coming back to you, social media, it, it's irrelevant. I'm good that they don't know what they're doing right now. Mm. I'm happy for them because they don't, they, they don't even know how powerful it is. Yeah. Australia mm. is 50 years behind using social media in comparison to Los Angeles and, and the mm. states. Every single state agent up there, they're doing some crazy stuff. They jump in the pools, the recruiters mm. are doing some amazing stuff out there. Why are we so behind? 
we're behind. Yeah. We're 50 years behind. We're conservative. But why yeah. do you think that is? That's my question. Why? Well, why are we, hey, why are we so conservative? I think it's great. Yeah, that you want like everyone to be behind. Hey, no, 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 no. I don't want it to be behind. Uh, this is what I want them to do. They need, this is a good wake up call for them. Mm. It's like Google AdWords. Mm. I remember nine years ago, I went into a seminar and this, one of the speakers said, Z, hard copy marketing is going to go away, blah, blah. And everyone laughed at the speaker. Mm. Oh, you know what? Internet's going to take over. Look at what fucking happened. Mm. Mm. Everyone laughed at them. Mm. Social media, Google AdWords back in the days. Yeah. Oh, who's going to well, jump on Google? Well, that's what I think now. Everyone's, everyone was laughing about it. And now I've got every second real estate agency calling me, asking me to recruit a social media and brand manager. Mm. It's not too late. It's definitely not too late. But if COVID did anything... I think another department it's, and charge money. <laughs> well, I, I actually am. I am? Yeah. yeah. That's 2021 coming soon. I do have a digital that. marketing business coming. But can um, you have a brand manager or does it have to be authentic? Because social media is you. It's your brand. Mm. You can't this is interesting fabricate you. that, yeah. can you? Like you? Your social media is you. It's not fabricated. Mm. It's who you are. It is me. But the clientele I deal with, Rexy, the rich attracts the rich. Mm. Mm. The rich stay with the rich. Mm. The rich isn't going to hang around with the, someone, somebody poor. And let's get this right. Mm. I've been there and I walk into every single person's house out there and they judge me on the base of what I wear, mm. how I dress, how I speak, what car I drove. And that's why social media, they jump on social media first before they even hire me. Mm. I had their kids on social media. I had their cousins on social media. Mm. I, had their, I had their bloody business on social media. Mm. I literally stalk them. They stalk me first and I stalk the fuck out of them. <laughs> before I even we we better do business with this guy so he leaves our kids the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to just say one thing. You know what? You are a very authentic person. Thanks, so James. I don't want you to listen you to it's that. It's not bullshit. about me, guys. But no, thank you. No, no, no. It's, it's not. It's about Rex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pete, I know you're big on brand awareness and your authenticity and what you've done with your business. Can you share some light as to what you've seen? I know you've been following Zed, stalking, yeah. call it whatever you want, for a long time now. What have you seen that really sort of pops out for you? The thing that I, I think Zed's done quite well and, and you know, there's some people that just, just stay at that sort of very flashy sort of end of their marketing and their brand. But I think, Zed, what you've done is quite clever is you bring some humility to it as well, you know, rather than actually just being Lamborghinis and Rolex watches. Because I think personally, you know, I don't subscribe to that. You know, like that does Only not impress Rolex. me. Okay. <laughs> well, should we say Rolex watches? <laughs> should we say he only had one Rolex by the end of the show? <laughs> it's not that I don't appreciate yeah. quality and things like that, but me personally, I don't subscribe to that. But what I subscribe to is that that you, you know, your story and what you stand for. So I think if you go down that route of just having one dimensional branding, you could actually cut a lot of the market out. You know, and that's that was one of the questions before when when the guy said, "Oh, we're bringing Zed on the show." I, I sort of had a look at what you did on social media. I've never met you. I took what you were from a social presence, and it, you know, on first value, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so flashy!" But it was only when I actually saw you talk and talk about what was in your heart that actually connected me to what you stand for. Uh, but respectfully, Pete, respectfully, maybe that's Zed's strategy. Maybe Zed only wants to attract that type of clientele. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And so mm. you're niching up and saying, you know what? If you don't like it, 
get the fire truck out of here. No, no, this no, is no. I'm not better than everybody else. No, I never said that. You're mm. from a war-torn country. Yes, yes. You know, you'll never forget where you come from. 100%. Never forget that, boy. Jace, I sold 128 homes when I worked at LJ Hooker that year. Mm. I made over 1.4 million gross commission, okay? I did half the amount of transactions being the prestige market, mm. and I worked smarter, but not harder. And they were judging me. Mm. Now, when you look at my social media, you probably think, look at this arrogant guy. Never ever judge a book by its cover mm. because you don't know where the background I've come from. And yeah. I'll never True. ever forget where I've come from. Mm. I want to make sure that every single kid gets the exact same experience. Now, when they see my, my car in the neighborhood, I literally take it for laps. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Because I want to know that I, I'm, I'm a part of that little kid's inspiration. Do you take 47-year-old accountants in your Lamborghini? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go on the Lambo. <laughs> Mate, I'll let no, you I'm drive it yeah. if, if I get to it. sell your house right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got a question. So yeah, my homeless. question is, Jace, <laughs> zip it. <laughs> Bloody hell, right? Zip it like that, we're friends. So true story. Um, I had a friend of mine who had listed a property with another agent, had the property on the market for, for, for quite a while, um, called Zed Real Estate. Claudia Michaels came out and sold that property within 24 hours. And these are friends of mine. They didn't know that I knew who Zed Real Estate was. They didn't know that I knew who Claudia was. And they said it was like insane. She just came, she was, and they were out of Melbourne. They were in Geelong as well. So she came to Geelong, was the most incredibly humble person and sold that property within 24 hours. How do you do it? Like you're the fastest selling agent in the world. You've got this team that are just insane with their customer service. Like, how do you do it? We <laughs> breed, sleep, think, about real estate 24 hours. This is a 20, this is a lifestyle. It's mm. not a job. It's, it, you know, you don't get paid on what you want, you get paid on what you deserve. Mm. And when money is in front of you, you present it, to, present it to that vendor. How do we do it? You literally just don't stop. Mm. When you get an offer, you close a deal. Most real estate agents all around the world, and I'm not just gonna generalize, I've seen them personally myself, when people walk through, the, they're open for inspections, they take their name number and let them walk through. No, you don't fucking do that. You hold their fucking hand and you walk them through. Don't just say, look at how beautiful that kitchen is. You need to know, look at that onyx marble that it, there is. You got floor to ceiling tiles. You got Gaganau appliances. You got Millie appliances. Check out the views. It's insane. Can you, you know what? We've got another offer on the table. If you don't make an offer right now, you're going to miss out on this opportunity. Who cares if you pay, if you pay extra $200,000 together? At the end of the day, guess what? You're not going to lose money in real estate and land because God doesn't make land anymore. So fucking buy it right now, would you? My and God. I'm going to even answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, know what I love about that? Sorry, Jay, I'm going to pay off again. You got um, money in front of you? Fucking eat it. Well, you know what I love about what you do is that you don't just talk about it, you do it. And the perfect example was a couple of months ago, it was actually probably five months ago, before COVID, we booked a dinner, bunch of us girls going out for dinner. We had Claudia eight o'clock beautiful night she could it was midnight by the time she texted said are you still out for dinner i just closed the sale that kind of work ethic mm. on a saturday night and i don't know if anyone if anyone here hasn't met claudia she's the most stunning looking beautiful person you've ever seen in your life she looks like a human mannequin she's just beautiful and we're all out here sitting enjoying our drinks and dinner and saturday night and she's finishing up at midnight that kind of work ethic for anyone is insane. Mm. So I guess, you know, for agents, when you're sitting there, sook, I shouldn't say sooking, crying about the fact that you're not writing the numbers that you're writing, you should look at someone like Zed and his team and Claudia and look at their work ethic. Cause that kind of work, it doesn't just happen because of brand and, and you know, social media. It's, it's that drive okay. in you that just, mm. where does it like, where does your team get it all from? I think it's again, perspective is what drives them. Claudia Michaels has a family and she wants to succeed. Mm. 
Mm. You know, I, my perspective is my family. My family is what drives me. Mm. And that's when it comes down to, again, hiring, recruiting. Mm. What's your drive? What drives you, mm. you know, in life? What are your ambitions in life? Mm. And that's can, what will drive you. Can I just add from what you said? I do developments on the side. I've sold this guy's house. Yeah, not my house, but one of my developments. One of them, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just one of them. But Rex, he rolled in with a for sale board up to the apartment as well. He'd done that out <laughs> That's dedication. I mean, uh, you can uh, talk uh, about Claudia fucking Michaels all your life. <laughs> the bloke was hanging out on the harness and Claudia, I'm sorry if you Let me it. finish sorry. my story. Sorry, mate. I went through two different agents before recruiting you, and one was a local agent in the area that I had the development in. They went for an auction and didn't get the price we want. We engaged you very late in the piece, gone through two agents already and an auction, public auction. You sold it in record time, in my opinion anyway, and got a better price than both of those. How do you do something like that? When it's already been in the market with two different agents and for a public auction for a local agent in the in the area yeah. that I was, and it was going way I think, from that development. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Firstly, people don't hire you because you're a local real estate agent. People hire you because you're a salesman, you're a yeah. marketer, you're a yeah. negotiator. Yeah. As a real estate agent, you're not just an agent. You're a marriage counselor, you're a psychiatrist, <laughs> you're a fucking PE teacher, <laughs> you're, 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 you're an interior designer, you're a builder, you're a town planner. So you need to know and gain knowledge in every single aspect. Yeah. So when the buyers give you an objection, you need to fight it back. Don't say, oh, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna think about it, I'll get back to you. So when you've got money in front of you, you say, all right, Take if you can't afford $1.8 million, that's okay. What are you willing to pay? 1.5? Put it in fucking writing, transfer the deposit right now, and then that's when the negotiation starts. Mm. And most people say, oh, you know what? They can't handle objections. So being mm. able to practice your pitch before you go out to see a client, that's what makes us different. Can and creating I that urgency. Point out what happened if you, if you don't yeah, mind sure. me talking. I'm the that's vendor, right, yeah. so it was all right. You didn't get me the price I exactly wanted for yep. that development, but you negotiated your commission with me, yep. which no other agent ever did mm. before. Yep. You dropped what you're going to get paid, yeah. so I get what I get paid. Yeah. And I mm. thought that was noble of you. I did that because I don't work for the money now. It's my passion that drives me. Yeah, money is good, but when you do more than what you get paid for, that's when you know that you're a valuable person, mm. which is why I'm here. Life isn't just about making transactions here and there, blah, blah, blah. It's about enjoying the process because when you know that the opposition needs help, you fucking help them. Yeah. So when you put money aside and you focus on the relationship first and the, you know, that first, that's when the sales come later. Sid, so you spoke a bit earlier about um, meditation, yep. uh, gratitude, praying. Can you tell me what sort of other work you do on yourself around leadership, personal development and how you've got to where you are now. I know a fair bit of it's got to do with where you come from, sure. but I'm keen to hear the rituals, or, uh, the repetition that you do every day to get yourself where you're at today. Sure. I don't have a routine like a lot of people do go out to the gyms in the morning. Mm. I hate working out in the morning and I'm not a morning person. Yeah. I wake up at 7.30 in the morning and I have my, I eat healthy. I didn't eat healthy when they announced COVID. <laughs> I was just having Maltesers and pizza like everybody else, you know. Maltesers. And I pizza. Love it's a good mix, mate. You know, you Who doesn't try. love Maltesers? Maltesers and French fries. Yeah. <laughs> so I put on 10 kilos. <laughs> you hide it well. I, I, again, yeah. So it all comes down to my physical appearance. Mm. By that, I mean you need to treat your body like a temple. And if I don't look good and if I don't feel good, how do I make my clients look and feel good about themselves? Mm. Mm. I'm feeling worse about myself as this segment goes along, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a quick question. So what I really want to know as well is that, so Zed's very well known for his very eccentric property videos. So I think you were the first agent and now a lot of followed suit with you, but particularly in Melbourne where you had girls with the 
the signs and the clotheslines and jumping in pools. Where do these ideas come from? Like what's happening in the mind of Zed? Like where do you get these concepts and ideas? Do you got just rap videos as well. Rap videos, the private jet. Like where does this, like do you just, like, do you just think like I'm going to do this and then make it happen? Or where do you draw that inspiration from? What do you think, you know, what do you think of when it, a salesman? Suited up, tied up, so serious. Oh my God, people are already so nervous. You want to take some pressure off their shoulders, mm. shoulders and create something memorable for them. Yeah, did I, uh, you know, make dances and make a rap video? I fucking did, man. Because <laughs> why? In LA and New York, we're 50s behind. You should see, you, and that's why we love watching Million Dollar Listings. Look what they do. Mm. And if I did something like this, thank God I'm doing it because you know what? I'm the only one doing it. Mm. And when I first started, um, uh, to dress up like Spider-Man nine years ago. I started property videos in Australia and they hated me. And now like, everyone's following suit and doing them. And That's it, what I it's find. It's a trend. Yeah. So look. We've got our own Snoop Dogg here in a Spider-Man fucking outfit. This is it. <laughs> Have you heard oh, no, 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 no. Can I just say, when I was going to wear the ring girl outfit, you two laughed at me. Now I'm behind the game and someone else is going to wear the ring girl outfit. Oh, Next I don't episode, know what the ring girl outfit is. I was all about it and you laughed at me. No, no, but I've got Spider-Man and fucking Snoop Dogg next to me. Have you really got like rap videos? Yeah. Go belt us out one now. Come on, big boy. Just give us a I'm not a rapper. The rapper did the song. The rapper does the song. So what did you just I just acted it. <laughs> Can I bring it back to back to Zed, if that's alright? I was just book. talking about Zed. <laughs> You're talking back about Spider Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seriously, I'm in your. Kind of just gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gentle soul, Rex. No, sorry, bro. Okay, go. Your book. Tell us about your book. What is this book? The book is called The Sales Machine: How to Earn More, Learn More, and Become the Ultimate Sales Machine. Is that just for real estate agents or? No. Sales. Any sales? Sales. It's, and it's sales, got to do with people. I'm a it's lawyer. It's got to do with, yeah, you're a lawyer. Read that book and you'll learn how to close more. Not that you need to. <laughs> you don't need more business. That book is about leadership. That book is providing scripts, dialogues. Every time I read a book, they, you learn one or two, two things from it, but they actually don't give you the ingredient behind it. Mm. All right, if there's an objection with a buyer or a vendor, your fees are too high, what, what sort of marketing do you do? What sort of a pitch can I create in order to help them? You want to hire somebody out there, say, sell me yourself, you've got five seconds. What sort mm -hmm. of a pitch do I use? How's your day going? From your voicemail, uh, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I missed your call, please give me a call back. I, I'm doing unbelievable. When you listen to my voicemail, from, from the voicemail to sending out text to A to Z, when it comes to selling, that book has it. And I put my heart and soul in the last seven years. It's about breaking into a luxury market brand. Everybody told me not to, you know, go into Brighton and Turok market. People are scary out there. People are snobby, blah. They're the easiest people I've ever dealt with. Luxury real estate has been 10 times easier because they're the world's most humble people. They understand hustle. Mm. They understand They understand because they've been there, done it. They understand work ethics. It's so hard for me to mm. sell a $500,000 house now because they want everything for free. Mm. I'll tell you so what, true. I'm fucking up and about, yeah. Rex. He's pumping yeah. me right up. Right? You can feel it on the back of your neck. He does motivational speaking oh as well. Oh my God, I could just, oh, whoa, just had a little shift there. <laughs> hey, where's the book, bro? Is it out yet or not? No, it's not out yet, no. It'll be out, uh, I think I'm aiming New Year's. That's New Year's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's good. Jason's got two books himself. Sorry, Pete. It. What does, what does Zed Now, were you going to talk about my book as well? No, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's a shameless plug of a better heard one. Zed. What does the Z brand look like in five years' time? Where, where, where is it going? We started Z Real Estate 18 months ago and we had no idea how quickly we were going to grow. 
we, the amount of love we received from other agents and, and, the, and our supportive clients right now was unbelievable. In two years time, I've, I've bought my, a building that I didn't even, even, even imagine. Now, it's got Z full stop. At Z Real Estate, we provide your finance, we provide your architecture, town planning, we're gonna build for you, we're gonna, we, we can do the lawyers. It's a one-stop shop to provide convenience. I want a sales engine where people walk into, there's a Rolls Royce table you know, in the middle, and it turns, you got Lamborghini shop, you got suit shops, you got barber shops, you got everything. Anything to do with fucking sales, you will find it at Z Tower. And by the time you walk in, blah, 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 and then when you walk out, you walk out naked. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you. There you go. <laughs> Recruiters, imagine having a central hub. You know what we're gonna do next episode? Nude. <laughs> right, we roll up in a Lambo, and all we're wearing is nothing but Rolex, baby. Uh, now, how good was that? Seriously. Now again with the white skin, you're doing it to me again. I, I do that. Hey, it's been a great episode. I'm up and about, to be honest with you. Zed, you are a rock star, and I think. The most brilliant quality that you have is when I spoke to your cousin, Waleed, who's here, and you can't see him because he's behind the camera, but I'm just pointing, I could be pointing to a, just a random dude. But when I asked your cousin about you, I said, oh, tell me about Zed, the guy with just one letter. He could have told me it was ZED. No, no, he said, you know what? My cousin is a caring, giving person that all he cares about is his family and giving to others. And on the surface, as Chanel brought up before about some people can be a little bit nasty on social media. I know you, Chanel. You're a good, honest, authentic person. Right? Thanks, Jays. Or I'd say that about Rex, but you... No, no, Rex, <laughs> I love you, mate. You know that. But, but well, I really want to get this point out. You come across as you're up and about and I'm going to make some coin, but you don't really give a fuck about that. You care about helping others. And you, if it starts with your family, it goes out to your community, and it just, uh, I think- His team that, members. His yeah, team his team members. But that word that you said, legacy and leaving something behind, I, mate, I, I commend you on that, bro. Thank you. Does money bring you happiness? No, it bring you, If I give you $10 million, what are you gonna do with it? You gotta enjoy what you do. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm all about. Mm. To be able to meet like-minded people like yourselves and conquer and have the same mission and, and, and keep our circle small. Mm. Because dad has always told me, son, less chooks, less shit. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're done. Hey, oh, no, wait, wait, no, no, Pete, no, 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 no. I keep doing it, but no, you know, no. Pete's got this thing, right? Well, not for that thing. He's got uh, great teeth. No, he's got he's ripping got choppers, teeth. right? Um, he's, got, he's got a tip of the week. It's called Pete's Cheat Sheet. And Rex will remind me every episode. Every episode. Over to you, big man. Welcome to this week's Pete's Cheat Sheet. Do you have a business or do you have a job? Do you contribute so much income to your business that it wouldn't be profitable without it? Check it out. That's my tip for the week. You know what? He never lets you down. <laughs> he doesn't. never lets you down. Now, you know he's been in rehab for three years, right? No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't really. No, he's an outstanding bloke. He's a good friend. And I can't wait for his premiere to let him come out of the state. First of December, I believe. Oh, he's coming down. He's coming down. I'm excited. Uh, he may be staying at my place if you... You got a lot of room. I have a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> Not for too much longer until Zed sells it. Hey, uh, great episode. Zed, you're a Thank star. You. Thank, Thank you very man. much. Thank you. Well very done. Much. Chanel, always getting better. Big boy. And Petey, keep up the cheat sheets. Till next week.